What is going on? And welcome back to another episode of Creative Digest, where we sit down and we talk with other creators and creatives and talk about their processes and their experiences today. I'm joined with a uh, another new friend, a new special friend uh, here from uh, University of Cincinnati, Gabe Peters. What's up, man? What's up, dude? I this one this one has been uh, a little bit anticipated. You were actually one of the first people here at Cincinnati that I brought up uh, the idea of the podcast to. Um, and honestly, like kind of how we met was a little interesting, right? Like, yeah. we, well, first we have, uh, what's that class called? It's, uh, it's like foundations of design aspects, I think. Some, I don't know. Something, something like, like that. that. Like design, yeah. design for film or something. And, uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Gilmore, shout out to that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were sitting in the back of the class, obviously, cause that's where I always sit. Uh, and Gabe here joined, uh, and was in the back of the class and I just happened to be my nosy self. And uh, glance over at his laptop and notice that he was working on actually what's on his T-shirt right now. Yeah, I was I was just like designing T-shirts because one of my friends wanted to like on my dorm floor, and um, I just I was so like excited to do it, and I was like doing it like all night, and then I'm like, no, I gotta keep doing it in the yeah. morning, and I was doing it in class. He was like, yo, that's a sick ass design. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, literally, I was like, dude, that is so dope. Like, I I I. Uh yeah, I was like, because it was super creative and obviously like, uh, and you like made like a million of them, right? Like yeah. you made like a million little like mock-ups and, but th- to me, that honestly, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Like that's the best way to do it. And so like I started working on some of my like brand redesigns uh, actually for the class and I like made one and I was like, ah, oh, it's whatever. But then by the time I got to the 16th brand redesign, I was like, shoot, this is actually something I really enjoy, right? Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah, the like logos. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, logos yeah. went crazy. <laughs> um, no, that's super dope. And so you're you're creating a new brand now. And well, let me backtrack. I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Tell me uh, how you got your start, right? That's the question yeah. I always love to ask people. So, like, what was that, like, kind of spark? What was that inspiration for uh, creativity as a whole? But obviously, I know you for graphic design. So. Yeah. So, like, um, so I was always, I'm always, like, into drawing, except I never was, like, exceptional at it. Like, all my friends were, like, really, really good and would make, like, photorealistic, like, paintings. And I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. So I just like make doodles and I was like doodling in my room and I made this like orange juice that was like smiling and it took like three hours and it was really cool. And uh, my mom saw it and she was like, you should make that into a T-shirt. And I was like, OK. And on on the like carton, I wanted it to be like it was it was just like something weird. And instead of like juice with a C, I put juice with an S. And I'm like, that's that's pretty interesting. And then like I tried to talk to some of my friends about like I was like, hey, you want to do a brand like that? And they're like. I don't know. And I was like, uh, that means no. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there's no way that's ever happening. So I was just like, I was like, this is an actual cool idea. And I just like, that was uh, August of 2020. I actually was like, something pushed me. I also was like broken up with. So I was like, Mm. all right, I have to get something to do now. (laughs) So that's pretty recent. 2020, that's two years ago. That was, yeah, that was just like two years ago. And like in that, in that, uh, it was like the beginning of junior year. I was just like, all right, I, you know, this seems like a really cool idea. And from that, I designed shirts from like August to like November. Okay. And then like got the shirts took like product photos like that entire like winter and just like spring and then released the first drop uh in March and that was ac- that actually went over like so much better than I thought it would <laughs> is that something that's uh, still available that is still available so we can still get juice clothing you could still get juice clothing yeah. shoot okay yeah so uh if you uh if you want your juice clothing go to uh where on Instagram uh it's a uh, juice underscore official on Instagram or just like juicebrand.com juicebrand.com yeah, yeah the, the the link for that's gonna be down in the show notes below of course so yeah. juice brand now like is that something that like you're still striving to like build that brand out do you still want to flesh out juice or so like like juice was like so that was the first drop like okay. and also <laughs> with the same the same sort of like ideas because that was my first ever time coming up with like a new medium to put things on because I, I think I personally think everybody should do it like if you have to, like things you like to draw you should experiment with like okay how is it gonna look on somebody because it totally throws it differently because it's yeah. like something on a paper is gonna look totally different if you put it on a shirt mm-hmm. and so like that was my first time ever doing it so. That was cool, and, like, I was just, like, chilling that summer, and then um, 
like in June ish, I started coming up with like more designs because I was on this. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I did everything, like anything like really like that really hit me. But in, in June, I was June of twenty twenty one. I was like, I was really into uh, film photography, and around seven thirty p.m. was when the, the light was the greatest, and mm-hmm. you could take a picture of literally anything. Like I took a picture of a wall and it looked awesome. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, that's such a cool time. And like, I was originally gonna do like one of those zines, you know, like a collection of like pictures and like a book. Okay, yeah, yeah. And put some like poetry or whatever in there. But I was like, doing a doing a clothing drop of everything centered around 7:30 would be really interesting. So June to like, I think it was June to like September again. I like designed a bunch of like tiny little uh drawings that like would make you reminisce of the summer and of 7 30 p.m which was like golden hour for yeah. me so i did all of those and i put those also in like i designed t-shirts and you know what what actually sucks is that it's happening now i don't want to get ahead of myself but no, like, you're good um i always came up with ideas for shirts in like august to september but then can like actually never release them because that's when it starts getting cold mm. and that's so when you people can't just like, like release t-shirts like you can't release t-shirts in november no people don't people aren't gonna wear them but like um so and also it was themed around summer mm. yeah <laughs> you yeah. can't do it when it's like snowing so um i released them in april of this year and it was actually wow really cool. so that's I, a really like that's a long process. It was a long process because I had the shirts like in my hands in September and I got uh, actually like I knew some guy from a summer camp who did professional photography. Shout out Austin Shell. But um, he took like actual photos like he set his entire like studio up in my garage. Yeah. And like we took like professionally like done photos and then we had this entire like redesign with things and then it released in March. And then really from then... Um, I started getting into music Mm -hmm. like I really started getting into music about like last um, December I made my first like EP ish and put it on Spotify and um, it's called today's home actually because I also went through another redesign but it was originally called runnin r-u-n-n like dash n the EP or you as an artist me as an artist was called that the EP was called please take your receipt that's a great title that is a great title I, I was proud of that and that was like that was like it was like the first drop of juice because it really was it didn't hit as hard as like anything else because I was like it's okay but it's like the first ever music I put out so I'm like let's do it yeah and so after <clears throat> Juice Seven Thirty came out I started an actual album over um, this summer because like I think Seven Thirty came out and then the EP came out both in like April oh, dude that's so <laughs> and sick. so I was like I feel so free all my ideas are out and then. Um, so this entire summer I've been working on an album, which is literally like 99% done. I just have to fix one song and that's going to be released. And um, so that that I was planning on coming out. But um, yeah, I sort of went through that this summer and like that, that took so long. But then coming to here, um, I wanted to either create a brand with somebody or just like a, a like music, like musical band. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my friends, his name is Tyler, and he was really interested in it. And so um, just Juice was like, it was a lot of fluid designs. It was a lot of like cartoons, like the letters were like hand drawn on like Illustrator. Yeah. (laughs) And so it really, it really wasn't like, it really wasn't like that solid. And so I then created, we created a brand idea called Today's Home. And hence the t-shirt. Hence the (laughs) t-shirts. And I just like, I, that's how, that's what uh, you actually like saw that was all those designs and i have like i ordered like 15 shirts it was a lot and True. they're all different random ideas that are just like they're really cool and but i like can't ex- it's it's something that's like it's it's an it's art but it's like it's like a shirt and it just has like i i'll just have to show you it's no just, for sure i i would love to see it and i i yeah. think what i what i really like what you're where you're like kind of taking this and one kind of the inspiration for there was a couple points. There's a couple points from what you said. Yeah. One being, 
like you you kind of made the statement about like when everything came out in April, you were like, oh, like I, all of these ideas that were in my head yeah. finally just exist in the world. Yeah. And it's like there's so much satisfaction, I think, as being like a creator. So as much. Being like, I mean, even if it's like not as like even if like a one person looks, sees, buys, you know, whatever yeah. into it, there's still so much satisfaction being like. I went from conceptualization to reality. Yeah. Uh, and there's just like that full circle, that full like arc of, ah, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I d- me personally, I find a lot of satisfaction and that's why kind of this podcast is created. Yeah. It's just like, we all have so much to talk about as a, mm-hmm. as a creative, as an artist or whatever. And so like the podcast, I feel like is that idea of it's just in my head and it goes straight out to the world. And yeah. I don't know. I like that. I think I think shirts are like especially satisfying because you can see you work on this design for like hours on the computer and then you can hold it. Like you can hold your actual print and be like, I did this. This is crazy. Because yeah. like I just got these shirts in like literally at 3 p.m. today. Today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So like. I, I ordered these and I ordered and I got them in today because <laughs> for this for the class like this is like a side note like I don't know what you're doing for the brand project but I, I asked um I asked professor if I could do this for it that's dope like if I could design my website and actually just like use it for the class mm-hmm. and so he was like yeah of course you can and I'm like that's awesome okay okay cool thanks to say. <laughs> yeah so for that like. I think I think coming here was a lot of like it was a lot more creative freedom than I had because, um, like in high school, like you're always like judged for things and Literally. you're just like, like I I do I'm doing so many things like this year in college that I wouldn't have been doing like, and um, this brand I think is just a lot of my like just, a cool ideas that I came up with and then with this brand, I thought I could um since it's called Today's Home I just love the name of that and um my original like Spotify name was like Runnin. And it was like it was hard because I'd have to tell people like R U N N dash N, but I I renamed it to Today's Home, and I just think that I could center them both and just have just have one place yeah. where just all my ideas sit. And so Today's I, Home is that Today's Home is, is where, the yeah, place. I love yeah. that. I love that. It's and not a specific brand. It's just like it's just a group of ideas and yeah. concepts and things. No, and I I love that, and especially uh, like you mentioned the uh, the brand project that you were talking about, and. Uh, I, I think I, you, you notice the people who are like just kind of like doing it to like get the grade and then other people who yeah. are like, I have an idea. And so I'm going to like get my grade beca- with this idea. Like, yeah, I I've been for like the last year with uh, reality production. So that's my media company. Um, you know, like me, us as like a team, like we love where we're at. But like also it's like, yeah, we're always looking to grow and and rebrand and whatever. Right. Yeah. And so it's just like we we haven't loved our logos. We haven't loved our you know, just like our, our brand look, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, we make cool products, but it's like that you don't look at the logo and just think, ah, reality productions. Right. Um, and so like with this class and stuff like that, and which, I mean, I feel like if he were to listen to this podcast, he would get a really big ego. So I don't want to tell him, but he definitely would. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely like given me the, op- or not really the opportunity. Cause I always had the opportunity, but it's more so like, it's just giving me like a reason to do it. Like yeah, a reason to giving sit you a, down and do, it's giving you a deadline yeah. where you're like, I have to do it now and I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I needed, I need a website. Like I need yeah. a website for reality productions. I need a fresh logo for reality productions, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, but like, and I've been saying that all summer and then now he's like, well, I need it by D I need it by Thanksgiving. So I, yeah. I don't really care what your, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Just get it done. Get something done by Thanksgiving. So it's, it, to yeah. me, I, I've, I've really enjoyed that, that deadline. So I like it. Cause I have a, yeah. Like you said, like a reason. Cause like I, uh, I had so many, so many ideas. Cause, uh, my friend Tyler is, uh, he's a film studies major at uh, Blue Ash, but he wants to go into a uh, fashion design. But he has so many different photography ideas, and, like, he really likes French, like, indie films, so he's, like, mm. really in love with, like, camera angles and lighting. And he was like, I have so many ideas for product photography. And so now I can say, let's do it now. I have to for a class. Yeah. And so it gives me a reason to, and it's, like, and it, it it's also satisfying because you get somebody who's just like okay this is this is really cool and like you can almost like show it to somebody who's had that experience so mm-hmm. i just think it's cool that way no i agree and i it, what i love about like kind of where you're taking your approach is like 
you don't have this like overarchingly like deep meaning for art and all this kind of stuff. You're like, I think it's cool and I have fun doing it. So I do it. Right. Yeah. And I just think that's like so, I, I don't know, like refreshing. It's like such yeah. a refreshing concept that so many people don't have. Yeah, um, no. Like, because I, I mean, even like in the class we're in and I'm not going to, I don't, cause I don't know the names, but like <laughs> there are people in that class that are like this, that, and the third about like red and blue. And I'm like, yeah, but. It's just not that deep. Yeah. I mean, there are some things, like, do you know what uh, Homage to the Square is? No. It's literally just, like, it's this painting. I, don't, I forget who it's by, but it's this painting where it's 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 an orange square, and then surrounded by a lighter orange square, and then a lighter orange square. And that's it. And, like, it's in an art museum that I saw, and I was just, like, entranced in it. Because I'm like, yeah, the, like, artists just, like, you know, it could be people, like, you know, doing a wonderful portrait of, like, some greek scene or it could just be a square yeah and it's cool and like you can i think the interpretation is really cool because like yeah like you said like people are like red is it's all these different things and it brings those type of emotions so it's like well just like or you could make it seem something like just weird yeah. strange something different yeah than no it like else. it like and because you, you were like you know it, it, i i'm taking like maybe even juice for example like you uh you know, you change the C to an S and all that kind of stuff, right? Is that what you did? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, th- doing something like that, like, you know, let, let's say it's some massive whatever and, like, people start really digging into it. They're like, ah, you know, the S means this now and the S means whatever. And it's like, I don't know. Like, no. was that what he's going for? Because, like, <laughs> the S just means there. Like, the S is there. I mean, to, today's home has a little deeper of a meaning. Sure. And it, it sounds like it has a deeper meaning. I'm not yeah. really sure why, but it just sounds like it has, like, it's because it's confusing. It's like <laughs> you don't use those words in a sentence often, and it's it's a very like temporary feeling. Like that's what the brand's supposed to be. Yeah, it's today's home. It's it, not tomorrow's. It's, it's, it's not like yesterday's. Yes, yeah, that's today's that's really home. cool. And yeah. it's like because it, I also made it off of the feeling I got when I came here first, because there were so many different like ideas and like just everything like everybody on my floor had different like personalities and stuff and I just felt so like outcasted but I was like you know what tomorrow I felt different and the day after that I felt different so like today's home is like the feeling you're feeling right now and like whatever like arts on the shirt like I mean one of them just says like it's a picture of I looked up like 70s race car drivers and it's a picture of him and I put a black bar over his eyes and it literally just says racer on it but I flipped the A upside down and it's all about just interpretation. I love that, dude. It's like whatever you want it to be. I it would, looks I cool. would totally looks, mess with that shirt. Badass. That's a cool. That's like, a really cool concept. Like a lot of them are really cool. I, yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to wear one. I'd love to rock it. But uh, yeah, no, I I really love that. I I love that concept. I love uh the idea of just like being okay where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and and that's something I yeah. t- I touched on like the last podcast we had got like unneededly philosophical, but like, um, we do, like we talked about, let me see what exactly what we talked about. Hold on. Uh, uh, Oh yeah. What do you think the secret to a long and happy life is? That's <laughs> like, crazy. No, but like, like with that being said though, and I think, you know, this could tie in really, really well, at least to me again, interpretation of today's mm-hmm. home. Like it's like, yeah like the secret to a long and happy life isn't to think about tomorrow and it's not to no. like wish you were still in yesterday it's just no, be it's, okay you're here right now to just like enjoy and you're just like well that happened all right time for something else to happen yeah yeah it's like you don't need to like dwell on things that much because i also think that's really cool because uh actually another thing i tried to implement in today's home with and a lot of the advertisements maybe would be negative space because of mr gilmore and what he said about negative space and Literally. how it makes you think and that was really cool and that just like hit something with me so it's like because that's really cool because you just get to fill it with whatever you want and you're just like yeah. comfortable with like seeing what you see yeah no he's like he doesn't get like uh he doesn't have like a ton of energy no he just explains things he just explains really well. things really well and it's just like the so like you just take in so much information that yeah. like you'll look at like seven pictures of like red he's like here is yeah. red here is also red i'm like okay cool but like, <laughs> like i get it i get red now and it, he's, like he's very monotonous with like talking about movie posters he's like yeah the sign was really cool about this you could really incite a lot of uh, imagination and what do you guys it as think? you will yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about it and then we sit there in silence and he's like okay cool here's the next one <laughs> i'm like what and he goes on and he's like yeah. all right 
have a good day i'll see you next tuesday i'm like, like oh, okay right. the, so the class is over like is that what happened yeah no so this is you know starting to derail a little bit but maybe even you know shifting the conversation so when we walked in here we're in the studio right we're in uh again the bearcast media pl- space shout out bearcast they're the homies for sure um for sure I pointed you over to the CDs, and uh, yeah. you told me a little bit about your dad's radio show. Tell me about that. I want to hear more. I want to know Just like about the radio show. The radio show. Um, so he was he was a late night broadcaster on WTUE, and like from I think I forget when it was, but it was it was for like ten years or like fifteen <laughs> years, maybe. He's he's been in radio for his entire life. Like he still has. A, it's he's not really like a part of it because it's like kind of like. I don't know. It's a volunteer nonprofit, so then you get people asking for money, like the people who work there. Mm. And it's it's called Oldies ninety seven three. It's out of Huber Heights. But um he worked for WTUE in Dayton and um that he said just that was just an experience because you could go on and you could play whatever and people would request or like bands would be like, All right, this is going on, we want this on or he just said it was a whole experience and like um like I said, he he was like one of the first to hear Nevermind. Yeah. And he got a bunch of his like albums from there. And I feel like that affected me a lot because like if he didn't have that big of like an influence in music, I would not have had that either. Like, yeah, I, I guess that was that was kind of one of my uh, the, my I was I was baiting the question yeah. because I was going <laughs> to then ask you. So how did that how do you think that affected you from a creative standpoint? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it did just because like uh, it, a lot because um. He had like however many like albums and like a different one would be playing every day and he'd he'd talk about like the process they go through that or like and that meant that much like different music exposure I feel like you would be again to like at least I did I was listening to like everybody who he like was playing and I was like okay how did they do that why did they do that and that sounds cool together and then I started doing that like I he has a bunch he played uh, guitar too and he has a bunch of guitars and like like my basement so I was down there one day and I was like I'm just gonna pick one up and see what it sounds like and I like took it in my room and I learned guitar <laughs> shoot yeah and was so, that like, a was that a YouTube thing or just no. kind of you just like plucked until you it started sounding good <laughs> that was a, that was literally like because I wanted to make music like I always wanted to I was like that seems such a cool thing to do mm-hmm. and because like and uh, I had an ear for it he said so I like took up the guitar and I learned chords and then I started making really basic songs and then those songs evolved into like more complex ones and then um I had like in the summer I had his guitar his bass my bass or my guitars uh, a drum set a synth and like two mics actually three mics like I had an entire studio like in my room like yeah 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 and it was insane and it was like so cool, and I think it was because of just like just hearing the like continuous songs every day, mm-hmm. all the time, and just being like, I guess exposed to that. No, crazy. yeah, that's that's dope. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, there's definitely like, I, I would say, I don't think there's like an argument. I don't think anybody's ever been just like, yeah, like I just one day decided to, right? Like I think there's like always this gradual, I don't know, response to your environment, which is that like desire to be creativity yeah uh, you know like you, you growing up in that household you growing up in a household that was so like yes music yes this yeah. and i you know like that can definitely obviously i mean we're here now mm-hmm. lead to you wanting to also do that or yeah. you know finding finding that creative outlet so you're in music mm-hmm. you do graphic design you do t-shirt design whatever yeah. it might be what, what are some other like outlets that you plug yourself into from a i don't know expressive way just like um well i feel like uh a lot of like creative people are very curious about everything at least i am i'm very curious about things so like if i see something and i don't know how to do it i'll like learn how to do it yeah so um for for one of my releases for like music i made a sticker and then i was like that was really cool like i made a sticker of myself playing the guitar and i have it on my laptop and i was like that's really cool like that way of like just putting a very small idea down in like stickers and but that 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 you could put on a graphic design but uh, another thing would be uh since like being at cincinnati i've had a lot of movie ideas because uh tyler like i said with the brand has been uh <clears throat> like talking about making a short film really and so this weekend i sat down and it was like three in the morning and i wrote like 1600 words of an outline of a movie holy that you cow could turn into a short film yeah wow 
very easily. Like <laughs> it was a lot. I put down like camera angles and things like that. And it was just one night. I was like, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I did, no, that's super cool. And like, cause and I like most people know me as like the video guy or like the photo guy or whatever, yeah. which is like fine. Like I mean, that's that's what I do, right? Like yeah. that's not whatever. But like. I've definitely like I found myself, you know, writing poetry more often no, yeah, or, too, yeah. you know, like um, I mean, like I've had like whatever brand ideas and, and different stuff like that. But like most people, again, they know me from photo and video, but they like they don't know that I like I own a business or like they don't know that I whatever. Yeah. And so it's just like but for me, I find like a ton of satisfaction in also being like you know, I, I would just like sit down and like, you're saying like, I, cause obviously I write movies, but like on the other end of it, like I'll just sit down at like three in the morning and come up with like business structure and yeah. like how, like how could I come up with like a very unique way of like yeah having, I, I don't know. And I'm just like kind of rambling in this situation, but like I've, no, I, I've, I've created like job descriptions for like the company, but that like have like super specific and like at least I've never seen them. So like nuance yeah. job titles. I'd and say whatever. That's, that's totally like a form of like, you know, creative expression through that. Cause like, um, and you did that through like figuring out like a business idea, right? Yeah. Like I've, I've, that's how, um, that's how it led me into like poetry a little bit earlier this year. Cause through like music creation, like lyrics, I realized like writing lyrics is a lot more difficult than you think. Yeah. Like, cause like, have you ever tried? Like, oh yeah. Lyrics for a song. Yeah, I like, have. I guess that was another thing. Yes, I've tried. I've never done anything with it, but I've tried. It's really, it's really difficult, and like, it's it's a very time-consuming process. But after that, like, after that, I felt like I was like, okay, I can write poetry that sounds good over like music. And then I realized I was like, poetry and cool, and like in general is cool. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that. Um, I've just like tried like pretty much everything that I could possibly like get my hands on with like an expression like of some sort just yeah. like uh through yeah music writing movies just ideas and also what's very satisfying is coming up with all of these things and like ha in, in whatever scenario you are in like you can show people yeah like, oh yeah even if people are like oh yeah I do poetry you're like yeah me too they're like, oh yeah, I like movies. You're like, yeah, I Me wrote too. this one. Yeah. And I did this, and you can like show them it. And it's really, it's kinda, yeah, it's a flex. No, it is, and, and like, well, I I definitely enjoy like the ability of like when somebody's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, like you know, I have a bunch of friends who are hanging out right now, and I'm like, oh, like I'm recording a podcast. I'm like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and then just like. And then, and then on top of that, it's like, I can like send them a link and it's like, it doesn't sound like it's just like, I'm recording it on like my phone in my basement or something no. or like my laptop. It's like, no, no, no. I have a podcast. Like I'm you're, not. You're in a place where like yeah. professional equipment. I, I, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And like, you know, I, pr I pr prided myself on, you know, having that high quality before even coming to UC as well. But obviously this just oversimplifies it for me. Um, but like, like you were saying, it's just like, Yeah coming up with a product and being able to show somebody. And I think that goes into the, I don't know, like almost like the idea of like, you know, do you, do you make stuff for you? Or do you make stuff for like the world? And I think the idea of me making it for the world is making it for myself. Yeah. You know, like the, 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 the pleasure I get of like taking this, this recording, the podcast and putting it on Spotify, putting it on Apple podcast um, the video form on YouTube, like all that kind of stuff, like the ability to go back and like reconsume something that you've produced is wild to me. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Just like going back and like, uh, like, what do you mean by that? Like, like, just... uh, like the, the same feeling that you get when you get are wearing a product that you made mm -hmm. is the same idea of like when I'm walking to class and my podcast is playing in my ears. It's not yeah. like a pride thing, but it's more just like a, it's really holy cool. cow. Like yeah. I'm on Spotify, like the Spotify listening to my podcast. Like yeah. to me, that's just like, no, that, that, that hit me. Like that hits me a lot. Cause like, uh, yeah, I'll be doing that. Cause like, I'll be listening to like the album that I made over and over and trying to find like the tiny things to fix. And I'll just be like, this is crazy. I made all of this by myself. Yeah. And like, I played it for my friends and they were like, that's not all you. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So no, I was but like, like, it is. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> that's another thing. Most people who make like an entire song with like drums and bass and guitar and like all that, like they have other people to play it. And I just like taught myself. Yeah. Which, which, uh, you know, nothing to that, you know, like there's yeah. no shame in somebody else like conceptualizing whatever, 
um, and and then collaborating. Like I think collaboration is one of the greatest things that you can do. Oh yeah. But there's yeah. still something about like, yeah, like I'm gonna take this this podcast or I'm gonna take this song and me from start to finish release it, put it, make it, all of it. Because mm-hmm. then there's a, a certain amount of understanding of when you do get to that collaborative world, because yeah. you will. Like, if you keep making music, if you keep doing designs, whatever, you're eventually going to get to where you have to collaborate with people. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something about, like, well, like, I've done I've done the drums before, so I know exactly what I want it to sound like. So, like, when you tell your drummer, hey, like, I need a little bit more here, or, like, I want, you know, like, what if we tried this? Or yeah. what if you fell into the pocket here? Whatever that might be. And I, I don't know. Like, you can, like, because you know it already, you can, like, express it. Because you've done it, you can, like, communicate yeah. your vision clearly, I it, think is the... It definitely gives you a much better understanding of how things sound. Like, if you know how to, like... Like, just me personally, like, I know how to to play pretty much, like, every, not not every instrument, but, like, I have a general understanding of every instrument. Yeah. And so, like, like if I'm in a scenario where, like, some kid's playing the piano, I'm like, hey, go a little higher on here, do, like, a minor chord. And I could show them how to do it. Uh-huh. And then they can do it as well. And then, like, if they're really good, they can come up with their own, like, yeah. version of your version. And that's the, like, perfect, like, way of making it. Because I've... I've done that with people, but like only with some people who um, like can't really interpret things well. Yeah, like it's like you're re- they're really really talented, and it's like you'll show them to do something, and then they can replicate that perfectly. But then it's like then they can't run with it; they can't yeah. do anything with that vision uh, once you give it to them. Yeah. You know, which I mean is like whatever. Like that's just some that's just how some people work. Yeah. But I I do think, not a knock on them. The best like creative minds though are the people who are like innovating, not just yeah. not just creating, but innovating. You just know, like coming up with new things that like haven't been done yet, and just new ways of doing things. Cause uh, yeah, like that. That's also why I made this brand is because it's like I could go into like the weirder like design aspects of things. Yeah, and not be like looked at weird like at my high school because yeah. no one else was doing it. Like everyone, like when I said I was making T-shirts, people were like, <laughs> "Okay, weirdo." Like, they're like, "Okay, that's cool." Yeah. But like here, there's so many like other strange people who are just like, <laughs> like <laughs> doing things and like wearing like weird shirts. And yeah. I'm like, I could totally make a shirt that yeah. people would look at and be like, "That's interesting." Yeah. No, and I I think there's just something. Yeah, like we're at a school with a bunch of weirdos. I yeah. mean, just to say it shortly, we we're at school with a bunch of weirdos, especially art kids you know like we're not over in linder you know like no, no. <laughs> you honestly though the reaction that you would get and, and i don't know a ton of like you know business undecided kids but i can say that like you know uh, creating like a t-shirt brand or creating music and putting it out on spotify to them is like uh like you're putting music out on Spotify, like for for whatever reason, I feel like those like the type the type of people that were in your high school, the type of people that were in my high school, are like the same type of people that like as soon as you like get ten million subscribers or you get you know a million listeners a month or whatever, yeah, that's when they start like coming back and being like, yo, that actually is super dope and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's I actually had this conversation with one of my friends a few days ago about confidence because like that's all it is Mm -hmm. is like because like yeah you said those people are just like i don't really know i I can't do that and it's like yeah you can you just gotta like put it in the world like there's a there was some kid who i was talking to the first week who was like yeah i really like uh designing things i'm an interior design major dap and i'm like okay and he's like i've always thought about putting designs on shirts and i'm like well you should do it he's like no they'd look weird i'm like no, they wouldn't. Do it. Just they literally just like, do it. I already know they, they wouldn't look weird. It's just the confidence to be able to, like, yeah. have your ideas being called bad. Because, like, that's happened to me, like, so many different times. Oh, yeah. Just, like, I've come up with something and people have been like, what? That's, that's weird. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, with music especially, like, <laughs> playing something for somebody with your own voice on it <sighs> is the craziest feeling. Because, it's like. terrifying is what it is. Yeah. Jeez. Because I, I did that. And, like, it just gives you this crazy rush where you're like, what are they going to say? What are they going to say? And it's only people, like, nodding. But, like, after that, people are like, man, that's really good. You're like, okay. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And if you once you get over that, like, initial hump, you can, like, do anything, basically. Yeah. Like, you can come up with, like, really strange things. It's all just being, like, comfortable with people looking at your art. And then 
looking at you and forming an opinion off of that. Yeah. And well, yeah. Because art is you. Yeah. Your art, your creativity, the thing that you're making is the rawest form of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. and so I think like there's just like yeah, it's terrifying, right? It's, oh, it's, it, it's it petrifying, is yeah. Because like, that's like standing up in front of you know like let's just imagine you stand up in front of your entire class and you say this is how I feel right now. Yeah. Like you just express how you feel mm-hmm. in front of your class, like. Nobody does that. That's like terrifying, right? No, but yeah. except artists, we just do it in like a really like good looking way. Yeah. Like our feelings just look good, you know? Yeah, like you have to come up with like a way to effectively get your art across to people. Mm-hmm. And I, I have realized that like if you don't like how something looks, like make it because eventually like like everything in the world, like every art piece you do, every fucking drawing you do everything will eventually have a perfect outcome if you just try hard enough. Yeah. And, like, once you look at something and you're like, man, that's really good, there's got to be at least one other person who's like, yeah, that's cool. And then there's a few other people who are like, yeah, that's that awesome. Cool. And then you get more people to like your design. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, that's just literally how you And it's like, it's yeah. never it's never the first person that's like, I like your design, right? It's always the second no. person. That's, that's always, yeah. That's the most important to me. That's just like, it's, it's there's some weird, like, concept, uh, there was, like, some, like, social studies done um, that was basically, like, people just went out in public while there was music playing, and one person started dancing. One person. Mm-hmm. And... It, that was the person doing the study, right? And there was just like a camera off to the side or whatever. There was one person just dancing out in the middle of public. And until the second person came and started dancing with them, the person in the middle looked like an idiot. Yeah. And so everybody's like, but everybody's going to give credit to the first person for starting this like super fun thing and whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. If the first person on their own just stood alone, they look like an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. Or they look weird or they look whatever. But it's as soon as the second person joins, it's now a thing. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I can do this and nobody will look at me funny. E- exactly. Like somebody else will do it, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't remember, like, what their, like, result of that study was, but at least for me, like, I took away. No, like, it definitely is like, yeah, that's literally, like, what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's just like, yeah, like, you doing a thing, it's like once start people once people start buying into it, like, it becomes, like, a thing it becomes normal it, it becomes, becomes acceptable yeah exactly i mean uh, y- you know you can go back 20 years and ripped jeans weren't acceptable and it's like now that's like all that's accepted you know just like random yeah. stuff like that's just a you know weird example but like especially as like innovation starts especially like in that collaboration process that we we're referring to like when ed- innovation starts happening like there is a certain amount of like resistance that you're going to face without a doubt right like when you come up with a cool idea whether it be a song or a design or whatever or like you know a poet a poem or whatever there's going to be immediate resistance to that especially the videos i make there's like and whether the resistance is that is bad or just like ah like he's kind of weird for doing that to me that's still resistance yeah but it's as soon as like one or two people start latching on to that idea now it becomes publicly accepted yeah and once once that eventually happens and once people are like once you have a small following of people who are like oh that's actually a good idea then people start looking at being like man i i really need to join them too mm-hmm. that seems cool it seems like i'm missing out and then yeah. more and more and more people like think it's acceptable yeah and and then then that just kind of goes all the way back to though we're literally the very beginning of our conversation being like we can't create based off of what we think people's response is going to be. Yeah. We just need to create because it either one inspires us or two, we think it's cool or, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, yeah, it, it, it just has to be for personal satisfaction before it's for anybody else. Yeah. Because then if people receive it, awesome. If they don't, awesome. Awesome. Um, and it, that, it that was one of the quotes that, uh, I, uh, I touched on before on the last episode, but I think it's good to say again. Yeah. I would rather fail. I'd rather fail doing what I love than fail making something I think someone else would like. Yeah. Right? Because there is a chance that no matter what, you and I are just going to end up on rock bottom. Right? There is a chance that's going to happen. Right? Yeah. Now, obviously, do I think that's going to happen? Am I going to speak that? No. Like, I'm going to do well. Right? But Mm -hmm. there is, 
like the idea of like, no matter what we do, no matter how hard we try, we could end up at the bottom. And so I would rather end up down at the bottom, have done what satisfied me than end up at the bottom and have done only what satisfied other people. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm just going to like, cause yeah, I'm just going to complete like hell this brand might not even work. And like, hopefully it does. It'd yeah. be cool if it does. I'd be sick if it does. But just like, yeah, I'm making this because I think it's cool. And my friends are like, that's cool. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And like, if it doesn't work, I got some cool shirts. If it does work, I got some cool shirts. It doesn't really yeah. like change. And like, because really I've, I've been on like this like mindset where it's like, if I make a brand and I make any money, all the money that I make is going back into the brand to like yeah. advertise and make things better. And that's the best way to do it yeah. until you're making millions. Even then, though, I mean, if you follow the Mr. Beast guidelines, I mean, he's making millions. Millions, yeah. But as far as, like, what's in his pocket, hardly anything. Because I mean, he takes it all and puts it back into his videos. Yeah, like, a really cool also way of thinking about that is uh, Daft Punk. Um, they had one of the greatest Coachella live sets, like, <laughs> ever. And that was just because, like... Th- like Coachella kept pushing for them to actually like perform. It was like, come on, please, 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 please come in like actually headline. And they did, but they were like one condition, a million dollars and the set design is all ours. And they were like, okay. And I think they gave them a little more than a million, but they made the greatest set design in like Coachella history, the like giant pyramid. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the greatest moments of like electronic music. Cause they were like, this is insane. Like, because they didn't take a penny home from that. Yeah. They just spent everything on the stage design and, like, to get their, like, f- ideas or, like, songs, like, actually to, like, hit, hit, hit home and affect and... people, like, to the point that they did. Like, yep. when you're seeing an LED pyramid. That's like, crazy. It's, it's, That's crazy. Especially back then. Like, yeah. we're kind of, like, everybody kind of has an LED wall these days, like, or an LED something. But no, like, they I looked mean, insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back then, I mean, even now, I'm sure it's still insane. Like, in, in, yeah, even in today with today's tech, I'm sure it's still crazy. Yeah, how they did it was just in like that was that was wild, and they didn't the, the fact that they just like they had that much money, and they were doing it just so they could make the set better. Like yeah. they weren't asking that much money, going, "Oh, I'm worth more. I'm worth, I'm worth this. I don't need this much money." No, yeah. they they had that much money just to put into the set design, and that's insane to me. Yeah. No, and I, uh, I, I, I keep saying it over and over again, and this is completely, completely changing the topic, but I will say it until I die that I wish that Daft Punk would come back. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't even have to be the original people. I don't care, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously we don't know who it is, or at least I don't. No, I know who it is. Oh, okay. I so mean, it's like public. I don't know what they look like, but I know what they are. Oh, these okay. guys are incredible. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm meaning, yeah. I'm meaning like I don't know what they like, who the real I, you know, the it could be anybody. Under what the, the identity? Yeah. So it's just like throw some new people under those helmets, and at some major event, I've already thought this through for some reason. At some major event where like a Marshmallow or a Martin Garrix or like I don't know, so name somebody who's headlining, See, right? Yeah, and. At one of those major, major events like a Coachella or like a Lollapalooza or something that's just massive and just out of nowhere, like they're on stage and has just some absolute banger comes Mm -hmm. out. They can leave again, but like they would win a Grammy if they just came back and dropped a song. Yeah. I've thought about that way too much. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically with Daft Punk. I don't know why, but specifically, I think if they released, uh, if they came back and did like a song or like a comeback tour, uh, It'd be the biggest thing since sliced bread, yeah. without a doubt. Without a doubt, easily, because they were just like, yeah. If you listen to like the like, did you know Get Lucky took like eighteen months to make? Actually, yeah. Wow. I mean, it that doesn't so- surprise me. Like, they just care. That like, you could tell, like, they just cared so much about their music. Yeah, like, which is more like, than anybody else. And so, like, easily anything that they put out, like, would be incredible. Maybe that's why they got like so sick of it. You know, like, because it yeah. wasn't just like easy for them like music was like to them like this delicacy that they kept having to like craft and all that i don't know i mean obviously i'm just like spitballing but. yeah no i i i felt the same way i mean um there was two guys and i think one of them is one of them was seen collabing with lil nas x in a studio and then one of them now has his own like symphony that's stupid yeah no <laughs> it's just it's crazy but like i, I they could do whatever and i'd yeah. be cool with it yeah, I mean, I'd buy into it, whatever it might yeah. be. I'm, I'm a, I'm a. I mean, this might be a hot take, but I'm a marshmallow fan. To be oh, honest, man. I, uh, I can't get into him from a like from a DJ standpoint. Like he's like cool. I don't know. 
Yeah, from a DJ standpoint, he's he's kind of cool. I just I just can't get into his music much. How do you pronounce? Uh, I love his music. I just uh, is it aluminium? Aluminium? I don't think I don't think I've heard of him. Uh, no. He did the song. He did a song with John Bellion. He did a song with uh, Dylan Francis here recently. Uh, I don't know if you're like an EDM person. I like um, I like Aphex Twin. I don't I don't know oh, Aphex Twin. I love Aphex. Aphex Twin was a guy in the. He started in '85 and he made music up to 2014. Holy and 20, cow! And like, I mean, he did take like a 10 year hiatus oh. and like from like 2001 to like 10. But um, yeah, he was one of the like pioneers of like it's called IDM. It's like EDM, but it's just, it's just like you should just look it up. It's, okay. it's an album called Syro S Y R O. It's incredible. It's it literally is just like it. It just sounds like nothing you've ever heard before. I'll give it. I'll give it a Google. Yeah, and give it a Google. I'll give it. I'll give it a. I'll give it a Spotify search. No, dude. I I love music. Music is. I mean, music is how like I get in the zone, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I wouldn't say like I'm a musician. Like I can like play the piano, but like you know that's just not my thing. Like I'm not a musician. Yeah. And uh, but still though, whenever I'm writing. Or if I'm like, it's like, I need to come up with an idea, but I don't know what, but like, I know the vibe or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, I'll just like turn on a playlist that is that vibe mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, it just puts me in that story world. It just like puts me in that emotional state. And like, so I think dude, music is so impactful. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I like finding new weird music. Like I've been in a big elevator music stage. Okay. Like, there's this guy called Walter Wanderley who put out music in like the seventies and he's like some like French composer. I have no idea, but it's, it sounds so awesome. And like I was just like sitting down doing homework one like Saturday, and I'm like, I feel like elevator music is the vibe today. And it was. It's amazing. Dude, I that's to it so all the time. great. No, it, it, I, yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm especially now. Like I'm in such a uh, find new music. Like I'm just like in a really like exploratory like yeah. finding the music that vibes with me the best and all this kind of stuff. And like being super open to like new genres and new people, even if they're like quote mainstream, like that's not what I'm worried about. It's more so just like, I don't know, finding what fits the vibe and like not being married to one style of music and all this kind of stuff. Like it's been a, it's been a good couple months just like exploring new music. I think everybody should be like that personally, just cause like, cause I, I knew people in my high school or like, I think now still who like have playlists of just like 30 songs that they're like, yeah, I just listened to this. It's good it's music and i'm like there's so many other songs that you can listen to like you know there's like a hundred thousand songs uploaded to spotify every day every day every day i think there was some statistic where it was like it would take longer than five years to listen to every single song that was uploaded in spotify today that doesn't surprise me even in the slightest so there's that much wait just today just today oh hundred thousand songs every day like yeah, and that's why that that to me, and that's just that'll tell you. That's it. That's that you just hit the nail on the head yeah. with the idea of there's a hundred thousand songs released every single day. Yeah. With the with so with that in mind, stop creating for like the public. There's a hundred thousand songs in the in the world. You need to create for you because that's the only thing that's gonna stick with people. Yeah. If you're creating what some artist is already doing, there's already probably a hundred thousand songs that sound just like yours, right? I mean, just like I don't know. I feel yeah. Like, so do you make yeah. the music that makes you happy? Don't make the music that you think is gonna sell or the music that is gonna get the listens. Cause yeah, that's just not it. Because like I, I've talked to people about it, where like, did you know in like the six, the seventies or sixty-seven, especially as a year. 1967 from like june to august like there was so many different like impactful events that happened or just like songs that released Uh uh-huh and just like that changed like culture in general and like because also the the billboard top hits were like you know well the beatles would be up there and be gone the next week and then there'd be a new there'd be the stones gone the next week be doors gone the next week and they would just cycle through these and so many which is like, crazy because yeah. like you're like the beatles were just gone there was because like, there was that much good music coming yeah, out there was so much of just like a solid stream of like influence with like culture and music in general in the 70s and it slowed down the 80s and the 90s i think it picked up but just now it's just like nothing new is on the horizon and nothing new is being created mm-hmm. there 
there are new songs, but it has like cult followings. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and I've said this before, though. I mean, I've said it with media, but I'll say it with music. It's just fast food. It's just yeah, music that satisfies for a very temporary amount of time, and yeah. we just keep going back. It's just like a McDonald's mentality. It satisfies, yeah. it's temporary, you go back and over and over and over what again. What also was in, like, culture then was, like, if you were Led Zeppelin, like you can't go a year without making music. No, yeah, you, you have can't to just like, miss. You have yeah. to drop an album like every other or every year. But just like people like Travis Scott or like Frank Ocean, like Frank dropped in 2016 and hasn't been he's, back. He's the most like anticipated artist because nothing sounds like him. Like if you were Led Zeppelin and didn't drop an album for like two years, they were like, oh, there's more things that sound good because they dropped a new album. They yeah. dropped a new album. Yeah, no. To listen to you. Literally, no. And, yeah. and, and you're right. Like somebody again. Like that's a great example. Like Frank Ocean is a prime example. Like yeah. people, he's probably still one of the most like listened artists. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I guarantee you could go and find a song of his on the top 100 right now, just because yeah, he is like I yeah. don't know. Like he's just like he's a go-to artist for so many people because he's just so him. Yeah, like name name a musical event that has had like so much impact in the last like five years like name an album that's been like probably i could say damn damn was crazy oh yeah yeah but i can't name an album since then that was like that had that much of just like, i don't know kendrick lamar's newest album the, the Ma- made waves in the sense of like what i mean i don't know true, if it was yeah. revolutionary but like it came out everyone was talking about it and everyone it had- also, that had a new sound to it too. It did. That was weird. Like this, hey, they had like classical piano and tap dancing, and with like trap beats. Literally within the same song too. Yeah. I mean, that well, I don't remember. It was like un, was untitled it untitled something? Yeah. yeah. Or United um, in grief. United in grief. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was an absolute phenomenal song. Like yeah. th- for me. Uh, but then you had uh, what was the one song where they literally the song was a scripted argument? Oh yeah, it was uh, we cry together, and yes. then there was like. Uh, Mother I Sober that took him like 10 years to write since that's literally his entire story about like sobriety and like a drug addiction and like there's so many different like things in that album that like hit and like I mean people don't really talk about it now people are like it was a cool album but like well because we're now in because a a revolutionary album came out within the fast food market right like you I mean it's now it's hard to find a, a restaurant that's even if they're amazing they're not the ones people are talking about because they're not doing something every single day yeah it has to be every day it has to be all the time i mean if i'm not uploading a clip for tiktok about this podcast every single day i go from 2000 views to 100 views like that you got to keep because the algorithm keep just eats yeah. you alive the uploads are crazy and like it's ridiculous <laughs> The amount of things you have to do, but just, like, yeah, but I I guess once you're in, like, a point where you can just, like, you know, drop an album every five years. Then yeah. Like, once you get to a certain amount of fame, you can kind of do whatever you want, and the algorithm's still going to favor you, whether yeah. that's in the music world or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, like, but until then, you just got to keep, keep the grind up. But, I mean, yeah. honestly, TikTok is a great place to grow that. Like, TikTok can get, like, a thousand views in, like, just like off of nothing. Yeah, just like accidentally blow yeah. up. Like you can just like accidentally get a million a million views on a video. Um, even if that doesn't grow your following. I mean, I don't know if you saw that. There was like, what was that one trend like where they like, you know, like you like go side to side and like, you know, like you duck under whatever it was. I think so, yeah. But like yeah. there was like this one chick and her friend that like blew up, but they weren't even like, they weren't relevant. They weren't famous. They weren't yeah. whatever. They had like, uh, like literally like two hundred views, whatever. And now that video is like one of the most viewed videos on TikTok, mm-hmm. like that. It's like has like something upwards of twenty million views. Yeah, my friend has three hundred thousand followers. Shoot, no one knows about her. <laughs> She's That's she wild. just she literally did a video with one of her friends, and it was like, it was like, oh, what what we looked like in sixth grade, what we look like now, and it got. 15 million views holy cow and like i was like oh my god i was like this is an ungodly amount of views for a video well i think there's something about uh i don't know what the the best word is but it's like stewardship right like if you blow up right if you have a video like your friend that does 300 or whatever 15 million views yeah which is a, an ungodly number it's absurd that's a that's so many people 
um, like you now have to like start thinking about and, and I guess that's what TikTok does to like a lot of these famous people is like it gives them fame. It says, here's your fame. But 90% of the people who receive it don't know what to do with it once they have it. And then that's why they just kind of fizzle out. That's why you're not talking about half of the hype house now. That's not why you're that's like why why you're not talking about half of the people that blew up at the beginning of of TikTok. There's yeah. only like a ha- there's only like a handful who are relevant. Because most of the people tried to like monetize it with like music, like <laughs> when it sucked. It was garbage. Hot <laughs> like, garbage. Like the music that they tried was like because they could have tried some like real interesting, like kind of alternative indie vibes with things. Because that's constantly evolving. But like I said, they tried to do well, Machine Gun be, Kelly like rock pop. Yeah, they <laughs> try to be rock work. pop. They try to be. I mean, I know like Addison Rae tried to release a song, and that was hot that trash. That didn't work. And I've I've said this before, but it's like, what at what cost is yeah. social media for some of this stuff? Like specifically, like with like Addison Rae, her family is falling apart, falling apart due to fame. Uh, Fame, just like fame is eating that, yeah. eating their family alive, and it's like cool. You're famous, but your home life is garbage. Like you're not happy outside of TikTok. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's like there's no shot. Your fa- your parents are getting a divorce. Your your mom is hooking up with Young Gravy, which that that to me is just, it's hilarious to say. But it's like your parents are getting a divorce. Your mom's hooking up with Young Gravy. Your dad is trying to like scream at people through TikTok. It's like what. What 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 is the world turned into? What even are creators anymore? I don't want to claim them as a creator. Like yeah. I feel like I'm a creative person, and honestly, I'd be honored to have Addison Ray on this podcast. But I That'd truly, <laughs> I truly would look right at her and be like, "What the heck? What? I don't. I what what even are you? Like that? Yeah, you're not. That's not it. What does she create? <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. She dances to she songs dances. that have been created. Exactly. And she made like two songs and neither of them did anything well. This isn't a roast fest for Addison Rae, right? I mean, if if I had that amount of followers for just getting up there and doing some moves. I would also make then songs I would, that had no impact. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then I would also do that. I would I would make something. I would do, well, she tried to get into the acting world too. There's, that was also <laughs> terrible. But I don't think that was her fault. I really just think it was a terrible script. It was like it was a hot garbage movie. Or it was just like a bad idea. I, what was it? He's all that or something? It was the remake of She's All That. I haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know me. Just up to date on my celebrity news. You know what? Screw Creative Digest. This is now Celebrity Digest. We're gonna sit down and talk about celebrity drama for the rest of the <laughs> going gossip. We're going gossip. But here's the thing. I would probably get millions of more views. If I made a gossip channel, That'd like if wild. we talked about relevant, you're, you're a drama alert. <laughs> if I just became drama alert, let's get right into the news. I don't know how he does it, but that's basically it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I was drama alert, drama alert has the formula of mm-hmm. people, people enjoy this. People enjoy talking. People enjoy the news, but they probably enjoy more than the news. The things that they're talking about. I mean, drama alert literally gets to say mr beast did this thing and boom he instantly has a 10 million viewed video whatever it more is. than that oh yeah and <laughs> say like yeah or he just puts it like a thumbnail that looks cool and they're just <laughs> like yeah okay okay cool i'll buy into that 30 million yeah yeah How which many I, I i don't know like i feel like it's just kind of like a slap in the face to creators like us right to people who try so hard to like make something that's like looks cool is meaningful is uh sounds good whatever it might be and it's like but you get nothing for it you get no reward other than again personal satisfaction and luckily that has to be like that's the only reason i am doing it but like at the end of the day it's just like i don't know that'd be nice to also make a million dollars because <laughs> i did whatever yeah <laughs> i don't know that's just that's just There's me. two sides of it there you is two like, sides of yeah it. it'd be nice to do it it'd also be nice to have like way too much money <laughs> to know what to do with yeah, yeah like yeah like would i like to just buy a porsche yeah yeah i would <laughs> is that too much to ask probably not probably is it probably is too much to ask but i don't know i'm just rambling now gabe it's all good <laughs> i'm rambling we're at an hour though we've been chatting for an hour yeah time's flying man that's wild i didn't know it was not. i thought it was like 40 minutes <laughs> yeah time's flying well hey where can they go to uh, to listen to the music? They can look up Today's Home on Spotify. 
<laughs> I still have to add a profile picture because it deleted mine because I deleted <laughs> the account. But I'm going to literally go back to my dorm and start that now. Okay, cool. So but, by the time that this podcast is out, yeah. they can go to Today's Home on Spotify. Anywhere else? Uh, you could look up juicebrand.com and where's Today's Home? Where's spelled W-E-A-R-S. Is that uh, social media? That's on that's on Instagram. I love yeah. it. Okay. Well, all of those links are going to be down in the show notes below. Gabe, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for chatting with me yeah. for this last hour. Thanks uh, for having me. It's been enjoyable. It's been very fun. I appreciate it. Um, and again, make sure you follow so you never miss an episode. And make sure you, that you subscribe again to never miss an episode. You can catch us on Spotify. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening live, thank you so much for tuning in. And make sure that you catch us next time when Gabe learns how to do a backflip off of Nippert Stadium. Exactly. <laughs>